welcome to Holistic Health Made Simple, where you will find health solutions to set you free from the overwhelm of diet culture and frustration with the ever-changing health rules. We go beyond the calorie and diet dogma to equip you to be healthy through simple changes to real food, mindset, and lifestyle. Hey, I'm Jolene. I'm a nutritional therapy practitioner, wife, furry guardian, and non-bendy yogi. Like you, I spent years chasing skinny instead of health. I finally learned that I needed to take a holistic approach to health and give my body what it needed to thrive. If you are ready to find a health plan that is tailored to you and your current health, solutions that are broken down into simple steps to make it easier to implement, results that are undeniable like more energy, improved mood, better sleep, and fat loss, this is the podcast for you. Pop in those headphones, take a deep breath, and let's get Hey, hey there. Today, we are talking about vitamin D. We're going to go over what it is, what it does, and how we can get some more in our system. So first up, vitamin D is a vitamin, but it acts like a hormone because it has a main role in regulating some very important bodily functions. So we wanna make sure that we are not vitamin D deficient like so many are. So first off and foremost, vitamin D is a fat-soluble vitamin. It means that if you are supplementing vitamin D, that you take it with food containing some fat so that the body absorbs it and makes it available for use. Okay, so let's go over what vitamin D does in the body. I'll try my best not to go into excruciating detail because, you know, you just want to know what it does so that you can understand the importance of vitamin D and having enough in our system. First things first, vitamin D will help regulate the absorption of both calcium and phosphorus. It basically takes calcium and phosphorus from the intestines and moves it into the bloodstream so that we have enough floating around in us to do everything the body needs to do. Now, in doing this, vitamin D is critical in both maintaining healthy bones and in the remodeling of bones, meaning it breaks down old bone tissue and forms new bone tissue. So bone health in general, vitamin D is imperative. It has to do with bringing the calcium over, but it also uh, has a component to it that actually triggers some of these bone health issues. So we wanna make sure we have adequate vitamin D for adequate bones, especially as we're aging because we don't want to be hunchback, have osteoporosis or weak and brittle bones so we don't break a hip if we ever fall. So along with bones, adequate vitamin D is imperative for proper muscle function. It influences strength, coordination, and balance. So again, Adequate vitamin D is important for healthy aging because we need healthy muscles. We need muscle mass as we age to keep us strong from falling and breaking bones, but it also keeps our bones strong. You see, everything's interrelated here. So what else does vitamin D influence? It helps regulate our immune system. You know, we don't want to be sick all the time. We want a healthy immune system. It has certain properties that promotes a healthy, balanced immune response. So having adequate vitamin D means you'll get less sick, hopefully, and have a strong immune system. On top of a healthy immune system, vitamin D plays a critical role in cell growth, meaning healthy cells. 
healthy cells, healthy immune system, healthy you, right? And lastly, new research is showing that there is a strong link between low vitamin D and the risk of mood disorders such as depression and seasonal affective disorder, which is the people that live where there's little sun, especially all winter long, like Alaska, some of these other places that don't get a lot of sunlight, they're finding that they, they get this seasonal affective disorder, which is basically a form of depression or moodiness. So low vitamin D can increase your risk of depression and um, seasonal affective disorder. So why are so many people actually getting diagnosed as having low levels of vitamin D or diagnosed as vitamin D deficient? Well, it could be from a number of things. So let's dive into that a little bit. One of the main reasons people are vitamin D deficient is lack of sun exposure. It's pretty simple. We spend all day in an office or all day inside our homes, in our cars. We're rarely out in the sunlight. So we cannot, our body cannot do what it needs to do to convert and make vitamin D because our body will make it from the sunlight if allowed to. The other reason is sunscreen use. Sunscreen is great for protecting the skin from harmful UV radiations, but it inhibits the production of vitamin D. So there's going to be ways we're going to talk about when we get down to increasing it, how you can balance this out. So a third reason why people are deficient in vitamin D is because of the geographical location. Um, we kind of touched on this, but people living the furthest away from the equator, they don't get an, as intense of sunlight, and so they're at a higher risk for vitamin D deficiency. Additionally, during the winter months, these places also rarely see the sun, so there is a higher likelihood of lower vitamin D levels. Obesity and body fat are another reason why you can have low vitamin D. And this is going to sound kind of counterintuitive a little bit, but vitamin D being a fat-soluble vitamin means it's also stored in the fat cells. So when there's a higher amount of fat cells, like percentage of cells, people will have a lower vitamin D because the, the, the vitamin gets stuck in the fat cells and it reduces the amount that it's available for the body to actually use. And then age. As we age, our skin loses the ability to produce vitamin D. So we need to make sure that um, we're working on maintaining our vitamin D levels, that we're getting it checked regularly and figuring out how to combat the age-related decrease in synthesizing vitamin D. And lastly, there's dietary factors that contribute to low vitamin D. Now, sunlight is your primary source of vitamin D, but we also get it from foods. And we are not eating those foods because we've become a fat-phobic society. And in that, we're not getting the vitamin D that we need from our food sources. So you might be wondering now, how exactly do we increase our vitamin D? Let's dive into that part. As you've heard over and over again, sunlight is your primary source of vitamin D. You might be wondering, well, how exactly or how much sunlight do you need? 15 minutes of direct sunlight on your skin without any sunscreen, a few times a week only, will give you most of the vitamin D you actually need. Okay, it's very important to note that if you usually avoid the sun altogether or use sunscreen, to actually take this sun exposure thing 
slowly. Start with five minutes and then slowly increase till you reach that 15 minutes and then do it three to four times a week. I also suggest doing it in the morning sunlight, like first thing in the morning when the sun's not as strong, it's less likely for you to get sunburned then. But if you build up slowly over a course of several weeks to get to that 15 minutes, you will increase your sun exposure and start building a tolerance to the sun so you won't get sun, sunburned. Now another way to get vitamin D is from fatty fish, grass-fed finished butter or dairy, grass-fed finished meats. Um, so, you know, you can get it from foods. And a third way is to supplement. So when we supplement, you want to make sure you're looking for vitamin D3 and make sure that it's a good quality supplement. Don't go for the cheapest, but you don't necessarily have to go for the most expensive either. And also when you're supplementing with vitamin D, it has a synergistic relationship with vitamin K. So you need to make sure that you're getting vitamin K from the foods that you're eating so that vitamin D truly becomes available in your system and works properly. You get vitamin K from leafy green vegetables, broccoli, Brussels sprouts, and other fermented foods. So you need to always remember that no vitamin or mineral works on its own. They all have counterparts that help them stay in balance and function properly. Vitamin D needs adequate K, then they both help with calcium. This is just another example of how we need to look at the body and what's going on as a whole so we don't throw everything out of balance. Treating a symptom often leads us to throwing something else out of balance. If you need some help, you know I offer virtual visits as well as building out an entire holistic health solution tailored specifically to you. You can head on over to the website and check that out. So as we wrap up, I strongly suggest sun exposure for vitamin D because besides the vitamin D, sunlight will positively positively impact the entire body. It helps with our mood, it helps with our sleep, it helps with vitamin D, it helps with your skin health, it helps with circadian rhythm, and it helps with your eye health. So it's important to note that while sunlight offers a ton of benefits, moderation is the key to prevent harmful effects like sunburn. Shoot for building up to that 15 minutes a day and you can do all of this in your morning routine. You'll be surprised at the positive effect this will have if you start your day in the sun. Until next time, friends. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you found value in what you heard today, I would be incredibly grateful if you could help spread the word. Sharing is caring after all. Share the podcast with others that will find the information helpful. It's through your support that I can continue to grow and bring more amazing content. And if you have a spare moment, I would truly appreciate it if you could leave a review on your favorite podcast platform. Your feedback means the world to me, and it also helps others discover my show. I read every review and take your suggestions to heart, so please don't hesitate to let me know what you think. Remember, you can stay connected with me by following me on Instagram or visiting the website at holistichealthmadesimple.com. I love hearing from our listeners, so feel free to reach out, share your thoughts, ideas, and even suggestions for future episodes. See you later.